Hey guys, welcome to episode 12 of the Neo Win podcast. I'm Rich Woods. And I'm Jean Karaschkeide. And you know, this week was fairly slow. We, we did have a... We had a leaked build. Oh, an accidental. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't leaked because Microsoft actually pushed it. That, that was yeah. pretty cool. Did you install it? You installed it. I, I did install it, yeah. I Which one did you inst- get? I got you the normal... No, I got the normal RSP release one, so it just has normal story yeah i think was that a fast ring machine that that you got that yeah yeah Yeah, it was so so this was build 18947 it it just showed up in all rings of the insider preview fast slow and release preview and it happened in the middle of the night which was awesome (laughs) (laughs) it was cool it was cool because they didn't fix it right away i got to wake up and i still got to install it and um so some people got rs pre-release some people got rs xbox and i think that's what you needed for the for the new the new start yeah. that was there. I, I how does the RS Xbox even work on a PC? Like, uh, and why does it work like that? If if it comes from an Xbox ring, shouldn't it? I don't know. That seems weird to me. Well, you know, the, these these build strings aren't always what they seem. But also, I mean, there's no reason that you can't run Xbox software on a PC. It's it's a Xbox is an it's a, um it's got an AMD x86 processor or uh, an AMD 64 processor in it. And, um, yeah, you know, like that software should work. Obviously, obviously, you know, you look at the build, it wasn't showing an Xbox dashboard. It was showing a yeah, brand exactly. new start menu. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> why I thought it was weird. <laughs> yeah. So the brand new start menu gets rid of live tiles. I would have loved to have seen it because live tiles are awful. <laughs> um, I don't know how you feel about it. I, I used to be a big fan of live tiles. I always defended them. But On phones, I've noticed they were great. That, yeah, they were. But I, I've just noticed more and more lately that I really don't use them all that much. Um, yeah. I like the way they lay out things, but if, in terms of their liveliness, it's really irrelevant to me. I, I really don't, don't get a lot of use out of it. So I'm at a point where I'm very indifferent to it. Live tiles are stupid. <laughs> and um that like that's that's all I gotta say about live tiles. They're just they're just they're dumb on PCs and, and and it's about time that they go away. So that's nice. And so it's like that that's the the start menu that we're expecting to see on Windows Lite. I know some people are saying that some people think that that start menu won't actually make it to production Windows that that because Windows Lite isn't expected to to look like Windows, but that kind of design parody kind of makes sense to me. Especially because live tiles are stupid. <laughs> and that's that's the most important point. You can't forget live tiles are stupid. Yeah, no, <laughs> they're really stupid. They made sense on phones, you know, on Windows phones, and you can look at your phone and you can see the the notifications. Um, I don't actually think that they've ever worked well. They've never been picked up properly by developers. So so you install an app, you don't know if it has a live tile or not. Um, and they're useless inside of a start menu. So, yeah, I, th- I think it might be right. Yeah. I'm glad to see, um, I'm glad <laughs> to see it going away. So, the build was 18.95. I installed it from the slow ring. I thought maybe it was fastering people getting RS Xbox, but also, um, you notice that everyone that wrote about this new start menu used the exact same screenshot from the exact same guy. So, so clearly it wasn't just broadly rolling out. Oh, yeah, it wasn't very common. Somehow, I think Windows Central had the video on it, so they must have I figured suspect, out a way. <laughs> yeah, you can you can 
I, I'm there are people you can download ISOs for from, and um, the, like this build is out there. You can grab it somewhere. Oh, okay. So, I, I don't think I don't think it just came out through Windows Update that way, or at least not broadly. Oh so, yeah, probably not. Uh, yeah, s someone was bound to have gotten it, and that really yeah. happened. Uh, but yeah, I do like the new look. I, I prefer this over the plain list that we have now next to the tiles. I like this better than just a list with the names. Yeah, it looks nice. Um, yeah, but like I said when it, when we saw this, I do hope they put their update their icons to the new design language because this, this just looks terrible. You know, well, they did, they did show off new icons um, however long ago it was that they showed off the new Office icons. I don't know when that's oh, coming yeah. or what the deal is with that, but they did show off new icons for all the inbox apps. Yeah, they did. And remember, like, this is like when Windows 10 first came out. I think we were testing, what, 15.11? There was this very short phase where mo many apps got current icons for some people. The Mail app, the Photos app. Do you remember that? Yeah, so, that vaguely rings a bell. Yeah, the, there were a few apps that got covered. Like so if they did at least that, that would be a, a good step. Because this way it just looks very, you know, white and white. So there's that. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Another thing that this build has, if you try hard enough, um, Rafael Rivera wrote about this on Twitter. Um, there's uh, the new control center. We've talked about the control center a few times before. Oh, yeah, I saw something about that. Yeah, basically, at least for now, you have to you have to activate a, a D-word value on the registry editor. You have to create a new D-word value. Mm -hmm. And it turns on, basically, the action center is just split between the quick actions and the notifications. Uh, each thing is its own section. There's, um, there's round corners around them, around each section. And if round you don't have any... Corners. Yeah, it's a big news thing in Windows, If in case you don't know yet. Mm. Um, and if you don't have any notifications, you get just the quick actions. There's no, it doesn't have the whole sidebar going on. You just have a little square showing up or rectangle showing up in the bottom right corner. And cool. yeah, it was, yeah, right now it seems very basic. There are no icons or anything. Like all the quick actions are just text. Very strange. Right. But you know, it's it's a start. All this stuff is under development. It can, um, if if it does show up in production windows, which it doesn't have to, um, it could be months out. Months. I mean, like like twenty H one is still a long way off. So, you know, this is like this is an internal build that was never meant to be seen by the public. So who knows when this stuff actually shows up. Or, or if it shows up, yeah. Or if it shows up, right. Although yeah. I do think the new start menu will show up. I think um, I think it makes total sense to get rid of live tiles completely. So. Yeah, I think a lot of people won't agree with you. I, I see some people still defending them on Twitter. And I don't know, man. I, I, I think they're... Oh, the people are going to defend them. There's the, the Windows Phone loyalists that... that you know, like, like that that was the one of the big arguments for Windows Phone I was like, but we have live tiles and, and, and people love that stuff. You know, and some people don't want to let it go. And that's fine. It wouldn't surprise me if um if you if you if there's a setting where you could turn them on, but eventually they go away because 
you know, once no live tiles becomes the default, then eventually support for them within apps just goes away and then support for it within the OS goes away. Yeah, that makes sense. And yeah, it's it's probably bound to happen at this point. And it's like yeah. I said, it's just people who, the same people who defended Windows Phone are the ones who are defending this now. So yeah, yeah, that that's about it. Yeah, did yeah, you see that, that, that there's that that uh, that HP? Speaking of Windows Phone, there, there's the, the HP Pro X3. Uh, some images of it leaked, and Zach got his hands on one. Zach from Windows Central. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they got like a review up. I mean, <laughs> I know, I know he likes to review unreleased stuff, but it's like, at this point, I couldn't even imagine looking at a Windows phone and trying to write a review. Yeah, I don't think it's just really, really pointless at this. But just living in a, in a bygone era at this point. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. <laughs> I'm like so over the Windows Phone is dead stories, you know. Especially like we talked about it for a couple of weeks here. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, there, there was so, something on Reddit today, um, someone, it was like a Nokia engineer or a Windows Phone engineer or something. And like, he's outlining the reasons that Windows Phone failed. And it's like, dude, you know, we know, like it's done. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I'm also tired of hearing about the same thing over and over. We get it. So, yeah. uh, whatever. So the Xbox dashboard is being redesigned again. That is a weird name for tabs. I, I, oh, it's <laughs> so stupid. It's so stupid. So, so <laughs> yeah, the, like that tabbed interface that, that we've had probably since, I don't know, since Windows 10 came out. Um, that's going away. There's going to be buttons now for those different things. Which is probably a good idea because the Xbox dashboard can be kind of slow. It can lag, especially on if you've got maybe the original Xbox One. So, yeah, so it's all kind of a single page design, and that's about it. Hopefully, it'll be faster. I, I um, you know, the, the one thing that kind of annoys me about it though is that that they've redesigned this dashboard numerous times by now. You know, the first one was when Windows 10 launched. And that was that was two years after, two year two years after the Xbox One launched with Windows Eight with a Windows Eight core, and yeah, they re, they completely redesigned it for for Windows Ten. Uh, they've changed a bunch of stuff in there in feature updates to Windows Ten, and it's like yo, how many times do you want to people to have to learn how to use their their gaming console again? It's, it just seems insane to me because I think I think the majority of Xbox users don't care about about what the dashboard looks like. You know, they just want to get into their game. Yeah, I think you're right. It's it, and any good any operating system realizes I think that you can't change everything so frequently. You know, it, it takes time for things to change right. significantly because people get used to things and they don't want to. This learning yeah. curve showing up every few months. See, and you can you could use the the L B and R T buttons to, to switch between tabs. So now that functionality will be gone. And um, I mean, th those were easy shortcuts to use, and now you don't have them. Like it's funny because they just said said now you can get to these things quicker by just going to buttons, and it's like. It seems like it was quicker to just be able to toggle through those menus, but whatever. I mean, 
It's gonna yeah, happen. That's a weird logic. And yes. so fifty percent of insiders on nineteen oh eight, fifty percent of insiders on nineteen ten should be getting this. Yeah, and also Cortana is uh, going away from headsets or something. Yeah, get yeah used it's going away from the console, really. Yeah, that's so, Cortana is as bad as you that won't be at this point. Yeah, well, um, for consumers anyway. What what, what you you can still use Cortana to interact with an Xbox. You, it just has to be from another device. So it's not device based; it's cloud based, as they said. Like Cortana wasn't cloud based before, but whatever. Um, so like if you've got a Harman Kardon Invoke, um, you could use Cortana on your PC, the mobile apps, and you could use that and and say tell the Xbox to do whatever. The same way that you interact with Alexa, in fact. So oh. that's fun. Alexa <laughs> doesn't Alexa work. In the Xbox directly? I don't believe so. No, I don't believe there's an uh, Alexa okay. app for. No, you need you need an Alexa skill to interact with it, and then like an Echo or something. So, oh, okay. I thought I thought now it would have Alexa doing more than Cortana, which in a way it already does because there, there's those new skills we talked about right. the other week. Yeah. But so 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 now you won't be able to use Cortana through a headset, which is all that they mentioned, and. Um, what they didn't mention, probably because Connect is dead, but you can't use Cortana with a Connect either. Um, the what you can do, though, uh, at least with a Connect, I don't believe it works with a headset. Is you can use the old Xbox commands, where you can say um, Xbox turn on, Xbox turn off. I actually like that better than that Cortana when it came out. But um, that was like Cortana came to to Xbox, I believe, with a. With the no, it wasn't with the Windows 10 update. I think it was maybe 1607. But before that, we just had these Xbox commands where you could just talk to it. So those still work, just not Cortana. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes. I I guess that's fine. I I don't know. It seems like a weird thing to do. It's like I said, Cortana was already cloud based. Why remove it at this point? Yeah. Well, I I never use uh, voice assistance with my gaming console anyway. So this this doesn't affect me personally. Um, I've seen criticism from people uh, saying that it's bad for accessibility, for people that 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 might use voice control more because they, you know, have whatever issues that would cause you to do that. I don't know. I'm not an expert on accessibility, but <laughs> I it's I, I used to use the old Xbox commands back when when Connect was a thing. I probably still have my Kinect somewhere and the adapter that'll plug it into my Xbox One X. But but when I used to use Kinect, I used to I used to it was great to say say Xbox turn on and it would just you know you can walk into your living room and say Xbox turn on, console turns on, then your TV turns on, and you're just ready to go. But you know those days are behind me. <laughs> now you can use you can do that again. So I mean I can still do that. I can you know I can. I could plug in my Harman Kardon Invoke, which is sitting in a closet, and and use that, but I won't. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> I really yeah. won't. Why would you? Who uses Cortana? Yeah, yeah. That that speaker crapped out on me at some point. If I plug oh, it really? in, it just it just shows a red ring on top, like something went wrong, but there's no way to find out what went wrong or how to fix it. So so I just <laughs> don't use it. I keep it kind of as like like the same reason I keep my Windows phone. It's like a Museum. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that sounds like the Red Ring of Death all over again. 
Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Red is the universal sign of bad. <laughs> so. uh, same with communism. So that that um the Cortana <laughs> stuff though that's not coming till 19H2, I believe they said, and yeah. um yeah they they said they said that Skip Ahead Insiders are testing it and then it'll come in an update in the fall which, uh it should be 1910 although unless they you know Xbox is weird they have those monthly updates so so they could pull it back and do it in 1911 or 1912 or 2001 or whatever they do. Yeah, that's. I mean, twenty oh one. Oh yeah, twenty. Is there yeah. usually twenty oh? Okay, yeah. Well, that's usually, I mean, it's based on the year and the month. Usually, it's not. Oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know it's what? like saying. It's like saying, is there usually a nineteen oh nine? Like, no, but there will be in <laughs> September. <laughs> you know what I meant? Yeah. yeah. I, I'm. I'm curious if, like, um. If they're gonna do 2003 for Windows, or especially Windows Server, you know, because we already have a Windows Server 2003. Uh, so, oh yeah. Uh, I, I bet they will though. I bet they will. We'll see. I'm I'm just curious about like they they could go back to calling they could call the version numbers 20H1, but I actually don't know if Windows is set up that way. You know, just a note about version numbers. Yeah, but that I was gonna suggest the same thing. Yeah, if they, if they just use the twenty H one naming scheme, that I wonder if they could. It really depends on how how Windows is is coded. Like if they use a number as an identifier, then they can't add a letter. Um, you know, like like I assume that the way that Windows Update works, I don't actually actually know this. I assume that the way that Windows Update works is that you hit check for updates. It takes your the build number you're on. Sends it to the server, says says this is the build number. Is the build number on the server greater? Yes. All right, send him that update. Right. So so I don't know if version numbers work the same way because if they do, then then you can't just throw a letter into the mix. It needs to, it would always need to be a number. They could oh, always oh, take right. that. You know, they could always they could always recode that in a future update. Any feature update, you're you're installing a full build of Windows, so they could change anything they want. Yeah, that's true. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, that that would be a weird clash there because 2003, yeah. 2003, yeah, that yeah, confuse some people. So yeah, yeah. All right, Galaxy Fold is back. Um, um they fixed finally. it finally. Apparently. Yeah. This time it's official from from Samsung. They, they actually said it. Listen, they 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 said they fixed it. They said it'll be out in September. And I know that in previous episodes of this podcast, I have said that this device will not ship in 2019. I'm sticking with that prediction. Seriously? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh boy. Oh boy! <laughs> so T-Mobile already said they're not going to sell it. AT and T hasn't said anything. This might end up just being sold as an unlocked phone, and um, you know, at that point, who knows if it even ships? That's, I mean, mm, you know, I like, know. like there's those devices that that come out, and li like technically they have a release date and a ship date, and and they're always out of stock. You know, you know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy that got one. And, and you, you know what you know what I mean? That that 
that that's what this might end up being and then and then the galaxy fold 2 is the one that that actually is the one <laughs> yeah that people actually get yeah that's that i guess that's a possibility i mean i would hope not but i i always root for samsung's failure <laughs> that's that's mean I, um, <laughs> I, I don't hate samsung actually they they yeah i, I I, I I mentioned like a week or two ago that I tend to root for the underdogs. So so like the big the big guys like I I like to, I like to see them get knocked down a peg once in a while. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know I, I can't say that I hate Samsung. They make some great products. Like like the S10 Plus is awesome. Um, they they're one of few Windows on ARM PC makers, which is really cool. So you know. I do enjoy Samsung. Yeah. I just, I just also enjoy, you know, seeing the big guys get knocked down. <laughs> yeah, they, they deserve it. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> they're the biggest smartphone manufacturer in the world, so yeah, they can take it. Yeah, they're they're a big boy. You know that, but <laughs> they, they'll always go down in history as being one of the first companies that did this. So that's yeah. what matters, and I think that's still yeah. all they want. Yeah. I saw your tweet or sometime this week about how they had the first fingerprint scanner on the phone, and it was garbage. <laughs> yes, yes, and, 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 and I, I'm always reminded. I'm reminded of that every September because every September Apple launches a, a new iPhone, and then like you go online and and the memes start coming up. The the memes like "Welcome to 2012, Apple," because, because <laughs> they have a, they have they have these. Ridiculous memes that show that show like you know first fingerprint sensor was Samsung first this was was that like 120 hertz display that's Android and it's like first of all one you're you're lining up a list of features from like a half dozen manufacturers and and just putting it under the Android umbrella and comparing it to one manufacturer um, but also it's like all this stuff was also really bad when it first came out. And fingerprint sensors were one of those. Like, you, did, did you ever use one of those Samsung phones where you had to swipe your finger across the fingerprint sensor to get it to work? I didn't have one, but I, I heard about that. You couldn't just tap it like you did today. They were awful. And, and <laughs> I think, you know, most people, at least most people that I knew, had that feature turned off. Um, when I reviewed them, I had it turned off. Like, I would try it and say this is ridiculous, and I'd just turn it off because it was terrible. So, yeah. You know, and Apple was the first one to put a, a regular fingerprint sensor on on a phone that you could just touch, and it and it logged you in, and it worked well. And um, yeah, that's a you know, it's easy first if you don't need to be the best. Yeah, <laughs> so it's also always easy to say you were first. But those meme makers, they love love the people that were first. It doesn't matter if you were the best. Yeah. You know, if Apple makes a foldable phone in, in two or three years, you're going to see the welcome to 2019, Apple. People <laughs> <laughs> um, are weird. Still waiting for Apple to get knocked down a peg. It's going to happen. Yeah, the, yeah. The, sometime. I don't know, man. They, they always seem to yeah, well, come out on top somehow. Listen, this, those doom and gloom articles that people write about, about Apple, time will tell on that one. <laughs> eventually <laughs> you know they'll just keep waiting I, I was listening to a podcast once and this guy uh john c dvorak who who 
infamously wrote about how the mouse is doomed to fail way, way back in the day. <laughs> like, and, 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 and like, this was a podcast, maybe, I don't know, two years ago. And he's like, well, time will tell on that one. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think you wrote this thing like 20 years ago. And like, you know, eventually it's going to come around. <laughs> it looks really far into the future. It's just, his yeah. vision is crazy. Yeah. You know, Apple can't live forever. Their business model doesn't work. Um, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not like by, by all logic, that business model shouldn't work. The business model of, of you make your own products and you make the software for that product. It shouldn't work. You know, they, they capture no more than, than 15% of any market that they're in or 20% or whatever it is. And, um, you know, if you've got 20% of the smartphone phone market, why are our developers making apps for your platform? It doesn't make sense. <sighs> that is true. It's it's a weird phenomenon when you think about it because it's a very weird phenomenon. <laughs> you know, like, like that used to be the, the how the PC industry worked way back in the day. You know, you'd make a PC and then you had to make software for your PC. And, and then... You know, Microsoft came out with DOS and kind of standardized this. And obviously, there were other other competitors to that, but but eventually, it all got standardized on DOS and Windows. And you still had, you know, because when I was a kid, I had we called them IBM compatibles. <laughs> you know, like that's what they were called. Now they're just called PCs. But and then Apple just oh. stuck with Mac OS, and um, it just it just doesn't make sense for that that model to be successful in 20, 2019. So I stand by it. Time will tell. Could be 10 years from now. Could be 50 years from now. But eventually, eventually yeah, Apple's going to have to make some changes. I think that's what Apple's yeah. good at, though, is making changes when it needs to. Yeah, I, I, I guess that's how they, they stay alive. They, they make changes at just like the last second before it's too late. Yeah, and... kind of. Yeah, <laughs> and they somehow keep keep surviving like that. So yeah, yeah, so, yeah. We'll see. So yeah, yeah. I don't Can't think they'll ever like make smartphones with Android. I think it's more oh, like no. they would try to license iOS to to other vendors. Which, by the way, is not happening anytime soon. That is not a prediction. I, I was just wondering which one I think is more likely, because that's a good point. I, mm, I don't know. Yeah, maybe they license iOS eventually. They should. I think they should. Or maybe not iOS, but at least macOS, I think it makes sense for them to license. You know, they, they have licensed macOS in the past. They have? And, um, oh, well. Didn't go well. Well, that way, oh. <laughs> like, I'm talking about, like, 90s, before Steve Jobs came back, um, they they at least attempted to license macOS because like think about it by by any by any logic that's that's where they end up. So it's not surprising that someone thought of it. One of the many CEOs they had in the non Steve Jobs era. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see how that ends up. Yeah. So yeah, Galaxy Phone's gonna fail. Just I mean, it's yeah. I, yeah, I, I, cameras I, have already that, lost trust. What? The cameras have already lost trust in it. I mean, T-Mobile is backing out, and that's definitely not a good sign for it. Not I, that T-Mobile is the biggest gonna, player. 
Well, they, they, I mean, there's only two of them, though. Like, Verizon and Sprint yeah. to carry it. So, yeah. it is a big deal. I, I just, I, I suspect that, that they're going to release this thing in, in very, very limited quantities. Like, for those people that really wanted it, you'll be able to get it. And, um, you know, the, the, the big deal is going to be the Galaxy Fold 2 next year when they've worked out a lot of the issues and, you know, they'll release it on all four carriers and it won't be $2,000. Hopefully. So, yeah. I, it's uh, a ridiculous price. Yeah, yeah it is. It's just <laughs> unbelievable. I, I just, uh, I don't, I don't think uh, foldable smartphones are useful. So I haven't used them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're still only in that in that era, but I was more faithful for for more hopeful for Huawei's, but you know that Huawei is as its own share of trouble right now. So... Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I mean, Huawei. I I, I want to get my hands on one, but I don't know when that's gonna happen. Yeah, I have no idea. Either. That that that's a whole messed up situation. Yeah. Oh. All right. That's all we got, you know. What else yeah, this episode was on, huh? And what else is new? What else you got? Anything? No, I mean Apple bought Intel's. Oh yeah, oh, Apple bought Intel's uh, cellular modem business. Oh, no, smartphone modem business. Um, yeah, so Intel can still make make um, modems for PCs, which oh, is, okay. <laughs> I'm kind of disappointed with. I. I I was really hoping that that it was good. Apple was going to take the whole cellular business, and then you know we would just get all our PC modems from Qualcomm. <sighs> yeah, that that would have been better probably. But oh well, yeah. It's a it's a dying brand though, like because like, Intel's out of five G, right? So so four G LTE and laptops is is you know. That's on a clock right now. That eventually, that's not going to be a thing when when five G is popular. So, yeah, yeah. Apple can make Apple decides to buy the rest. <laughs> they wouldn't. They wouldn't. Um, one thing that I find particularly interesting about that story, though, is that the the fact that that Apple did not buy um, the part that like like any non smartphone parts of that business. Uh, shows that Apple will probably never release a cellular MacBook. Uh, um, sorry, I couldn't hear you. Something messed up with my internet, I think. Oh, I, th I think that, that it shows that Apple will probably never sell a, a cellular MacBook. Oh, yeah. I mean, if, if they wanted to, they would just have bought it now. It seems yeah. pointless to, to be holding it back at this point. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of, I'm kind of curious um, cuz they said smartphones and they said that Intel can continue to make modems for products that are not smartphones and I wonder how they're defining that because I I'm surprised that that um, Apple didn't pick up the parts of it that would go in an iPad. Uh, because they do make cellular iPads so you would think that that they want to be able to make their well they they can still make their own parts for that. So I, I was actually wondering if maybe the part that part of the deal was was uh, cellular modems with ARM chips, and Intel continued to make uh, modems for products with uh, x86 chips, which would be very interesting because there's been rumors for years that Apple's going to switch to ARM on a Mac. 
I mean, they they do have their their A series processor are very good at this point. The the iPad Pro at that A twelve X and that was crazy fast already. I'm skeptical. I am skeptical. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I I you know for for years we heard about how how these ARM processors they're so good and that they're they're you know they they can be desktop probably they can go in laptops like they're so good now and then we got an ARM laptop which was the Snapdragon eight thirty one. Uh, 835 ones right. they were awful you know like, like um like like qualcomm used to say at the 820 the snapdragon 820 was equivalent to a core i3 and like that shouldn't have that bad of an experience so this was the next generation and it was terrible so so i'm just skeptical anytime someone says like oh yeah yeah these aren't processors today are so good like we're just going to put them in laptops and it's going to be great like i i don't believe that until i see it yeah, we gotta wait for the ATX now. I mean, it did try some demos at that. That was pretty impressive. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a good. It seems like it's a good product, but I also want it in my hands because, like, I've seen this promise broken before. Yeah, I get, I get that. Hopefully soon. Hopefully this year. Yeah, that's right. They, they announced that very early, and like you have to wait almost a whole year between the announcement of the processor and products with it. So that kind of sucks. Well, yeah, but they they also, I mean, they did the same thing with, um, like, they they announced Windows on ARM, and the, those first PCs didn't come out for another year, or they, they weren't even announced for another year. So, I mean, it's it's not uncommon, you know. We'll, we'll get we'll get some ATX devices in a few months, probably at IFA, and then, you know, in December they'll announce the ATX two or whatever they're going to call it. Well, they they do have the HCX 5G. Do you think they'll announce another one right now? The HCX the HCX 5G is the exact same chip, but with a 5G modem. Um, so so it, it wouldn't surprise me if they had a real successor announced in December, and then that came that that shipped in holiday season 2020. Yeah, it's a possibility. I, I'm only skeptical because um, I think. Uh, someone maybe you asked them if why there wasn't a successor to the 850 or something. Oh yeah, and they, and they said they did, they don't think the the PC cycle needs to be refreshed as quickly. So that's the only reason I'm skeptical about that. They did. HCX I do think they'll have so something well. new. Um, you know what? They they could have a, a refresh of the 850 this year. At um, I, I mean they're gonna do something. They, they're moving quick. Like like. I was looking at the because we wrote about some what was it oh a Samsung PC that has what seems to be an unannounced chip and I was guessing it was the Snapdragon Seven C that was that they've talked oh. about you know um, but you know looking at the timeline they they announced Windows on at, on ARM at uh, Snapdragon Tech Summit in December 2016 they announced the devices in December 2017 with a Snapdragon 835. And then look at that, like, like in a in about a year, they already had Snapdragon 850 devices shipping. So I mean like they're moving quick. And then and then at at um at in December 2018 they announced the HCX. So they are moving quick. I I I don't know if I really believe that excuse that that like oh the PC uh, Cycle doesn't need to be upgraded. I think that they wanted their mid-range chip, and they were like, "Oh, we have our, we have one already." You know, let's focus on the HCX. Yeah, that's that's possible. Yeah, but yeah, the seven C would be nice. Yeah. yeah, I think they'll have one. I, I um, 
You know, they've talked about it. Um, on the Mobile Tech Podcast, uh, Dom McGuire talked about it. In my interview with, with Miguel Nunez, he talked about it. And like, and they didn't talk about the, the Snapdragon 7C specifically, but they talked about having different tiers. So it wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah, and that's, I think that's something you need for ARM processors too because yeah. that's something well, very common like, the other. If, if, if you want to be successful in the PC market, you need to, you need to have the budget tier there it needs to be there yeah it does because even with the 835 which isn't all that powerful devices are super expensive given the specs so yeah you know you need you need to have a, a lower entry barrier so people can at least try yep yeah so. all right let's wrap it up i think we're, I okay. think we're done yeah we already went a little over time yeah. um so yeah Wanna wanna pimp your Twitter? Oh yeah, so I am uh, at Indospot. That's I N D O S P O T. Yeah, I'm at the Rich Woods, and we'll catch you guys next week. All right, see you, everyone.